What's up, y'all? We're three brothers in a shot of milk. Welcome to our show. We're talking superheroes, comic book, TV, movies, anime, video games, action figures, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson. We got Rich Wilson. And we got Chris St. Victor. Gentlemen. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> i tell you one thing. Marvel is... Um, Whatever your opinion is of these series, they're definitely jumping in the streaming game. As soon as, you know, Netflix stopped their series, we saw like what their intentions were, how they were kind of want to do their own thing and use their own characters they established in their movies. And all in all, man, they're, they're, they're operating at a level that is like fantastic. They're making TV series that look like straight up movies. I'm like, we never seen that before. On that level, we gotta safeguard the content, man. Bro, and so, uh, Disney's got some. I heard they got some money. <laughs> I heard they have a little bit of money. Pockets. So, what do you guys? What are your? Th- well, let me do like a little recap. Falcon Winter Soldier, right? Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen this. Stop right now and go watch it. But basically, we kind of pick up where Avengers Endgame left off, right? Steve Rogers, old man Steve shows up. He gives Sam the shield and he's like, take over. And the show kind of picks up from there with Sam trying to decide whether he should keep it or not. And ultimately he decides to give it back so it can be in the museum or whatever. Same time, Bucky is dealing with his past as Winter Soldier, kind of going through a list of people like on, on an apology tour, right? He's <laughs> kind of going around trying to make amends. 12 steps. 12 steps, but not necessarily doing it in a, in a wholeheartedly, I really want to connect way, but more or less like if I can just cross this off my list, I can get yeah. rid of this burden. And then we got some terrorists that show up, man. You know, one thing I loved about this series and especially WandaVision too, is that in Spider-Man Far From Home, they kind of dealt with the blip and people coming back five years later in a very comical way. But in this series of WandaVision, we actually see like, the toll that is, you know, WandaVision, uh, Monica, she missed her mother's death because she got snapped out of existence for five years. And in this show, you see the terrorist group is pretty much like, since you guys come back, since the blip happened, you want to reestablish power and put power back into the hands of the one percentile while you pretty much take the rest of us and move us around and pretty much, you know, keep us in bondage. I thought that was... I like that depth to well, they also had some, some real world consequences. Like, uh, you got no credit anymore, bro. <laughs> you yeah. Be- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't exist. Um, so I thought that was really great. Um, and then pretty much Bucky and, and, and Sam are on the case to figure out what's going on here, especially as it ties to super soldier serum. And then we meet John Walker who, you know, the government decided we're not just going to put the shield in the museum. We're going to give it to the next Captain America. And he is very qualified as a soldier. Yada, yada, yada. We flash forward. He takes a super soldier serum after feeling inadequate. He crosses whoa, whoa, the line. spoiler. I said spoiler <laughs> at the top of this. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he crosses the line. Um, and then they, you know, Bucky and... To get help, they need help. They have to bust what's his face out of prison. Uh, I, I don't know why his name just escaped me just now. What's his name? The you know, 
Oh, yeah. Zemo? Zemo. Thank you, Rich. Yeah. Zemo. They bust him out of prison. He turns into be this amazing comic relief. <laughs> just, like, just yeah. fun. Um, and then we meet, you know, uh, um, Sharon Carter. We see her again. Um, and she was one of the people that kind of had her career just destroyed after she, after the events of Civil War, right? Yep. Um, for those Marvel fans out there, if I'm getting this wrong, I apologize. We're talking about, this is at least like, this is like seven years in the making of seeds intertwined into this show, um, into Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, pretty much at the end, Sam becomes Captain America. Bucky whoa, whoa, spoiler! <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, John Walker pretty much becomes U.S. agent. And um, Zemo's in jail, but now without getting what he wanted, which he kind of kills the rest of the terrorists. And the, uh, the, the terrorist, the, the, the woman that's the head of the thing, she winds up dying, but becoming kind of a martyr. Like, hey, all you decision makers, you one percentile, think about the people you're trampling over. That's kind of it in a nutshell. You should really watch the show and then come back here. But for those who needed a little brush up. Um, but what did you guys think of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Well, it could be a free fall. It could be a free fall. We don't have to like take turns. We can all just kind of jump. All right. I liked it. I thought it was good. I felt like coming off of WandaVision that here's the thing. And Lars and I have had this conversation offline so many times that we're spoiled with such good content. So what happens is if I saw, if you take Falcon Winter Soldier by itself, it's a good series. It took me a little bit of time to get into it because I just came up for WandaVision. I thought WandaVision was so groundbreaking and so new and so refreshing that to go back to the regular superhero format felt almost dated for me. But then I had to just kind of take the time to get into it. I liked it. Was I think it was good. Not great, but good. The action scenes, the quality, the production quality was top-notch. But storyline, it buttoned everything up a little too clean for me. Um, I, you know, um, Black Captain America, I thought was freaking awesome. That kind of made the series for me. But um, I say good, not great. That's where I'm at on that. I, I mean, I agree with Chris. Good, not great. It took me, it took me a minute to kind of agree to the terms, though. It felt like I was watching an a 80s buddy cop film for half of it. I felt, I felt like wow. I felt like I also I was kind of I was kind of put out, man. I felt like the way they made shield playing with the shield work for the people with no super serum anything. I was like, oh, anybody can be Captain America. This dude who who the heck is he? He's got and now he's Captain America. He's just a normal dude. He's a normal dude off the street. Okay, he could be any military guy, but he's still a normal dude. And now he's Captain America doing all this stuff that only Captain America could do because he was Captain America. But then and then and then Sam does the same thing later in the series. <laughs> when Sam, he's trading and does the backflips. Come on. It lets you know that with enough training and dedication, you can do anything. Anybody yeah, can true. be anybody <laughs> can yeah, anybody with a well can placed tread. montage. Any of us. <laughs> you can't do, do anything. I'll be doing barrel rolls and flicks if you put a shield in my hand. Like, I had 
I, listen, I'm all for, and that's where the comics go. I like, I was waiting for it. I was jonesing for it. But the way they justified it, I was like, oh man, it felt cheap to me. It felt like anybody could be capped. Mm-hmm. Anybody. Anybody does a backflip and is able to hit a tree and then catch it, they can be capped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Prerequisite. And I also, I also felt like, I felt like the way they handled race in the show felt so formulaic it felt so forced to me i like the sentiments of it and i really appreciated that they um dared to touch on it and they dared to try to address those things but i just never believed the conversations you know it always felt like it was It felt like a, it, to me, it felt like a corporate decision because they knew they had to. And so let's make sure we get it in there and let's do it real clean. It felt clean. Mm, yeah, I think I disagree with a part of that. I think that Michael Malcolm Spellman is uh, the showrunner of the show. He pitched his idea, right? Black dude from the Bay. So what I'm, when I saw it was, oh, you have something very, poignant and articulate to say about race what it is to be black and then be a soldier and mm-hmm. but the mandate it still has to be an action-packed adventure show i think that's the corporateness of it where it's like yeah we're gonna get deep but we still need them to banter and fall off of a train i feel like that's the part that's corporate so then it makes it a little um wonky because the conversations around just that you're a soldier and then you go back home and you don't have any support. You can't even pay for these things. You can't, you know, I'm not talking about this scenario and I give mad props for not shying away from the content. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about how it actually translated to text that people were speaking. Like the dialogue. Speech at the, the like, very long speech at the end. That was, that was a tough, but it was all through, it was all throughout. You know, it was like it was all throughout it in a way that it just didn't feel organic. So I was conflicted on that. Like that was uh, it was a small thing. But every time it hit me, I felt like y'all are spoon feeding it in a way that. I don't know. I didn't feel like it served. The, it needed to be there, but I, I don't know about how it was, how it actually manifested itself. Mm. I don't know. I, 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 I hear what you're saying. I, I appreciated it. And I think it just bumped into the the other things. So we, so it didn't, so we had to have the scene to explain all of it instead of it just organically flowing because it can't organically flow because we need these guys to be Riggs and Murtaugh, lethal weapon. Like we, we need to get to the fun part, but if we didn't have that responsibility, then we could have sat in just mm. mistakes and relationships. So I felt like we were watching two shows and I feel like this is a speculation, but Malcolm, I heard an interview, the way he was talking, you can tell like the Isaiah Bradley stuff was on his heart. The, the idea yeah. of what it is to be black and this hero and the Vietnam, you know, you go to Vietnam and you fight and you come home and you're nothing. And that's kind of been the black experience in the military. So I feel like that's the story that was on his heart, but you still got to do the other half of it. And it's kind of hard to do that story and have to like turn it off to have fun and turn it back on to get real, you know? 
I, I think that that's what I was experiencing. Yeah. See, I agree with Jack with the delivery. It just the delivery wasn't there. The only time I felt that delivery was genuine was with the uh, with with the Isaiah Bradley piece mm-hmm. because yeah. if it came from both sides. It came from him, you know, being like a black man telling him, like, you know, you have no place. Another black man telling him, you have no place as a black man mm-hmm. doing this. You can't trust us, and you know, it kind of shows a black experience from a position that we're not used to seeing. We're always used to seeing, you know, Whitey is the uh, antagonist. And sometimes it's your own people who are so stuck in their ways they're trying to hold you back because they're afraid of, of what the change is. And I think that was actually genuine. But when they got to the speech at the end, for me, that was just too much. I'm like, all right, we get it. But, you know, you're like, you know, two minutes too long on, 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 on that speech. It was a long speech. Yeah. Rich, what say you? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like the the end was it was definitely a long speech. It was it was just spoon feeding. Uh, with that being said, I fully was into um, you know the black uh, was it Isaiah Isaiah yeah. Bradley. Yeah, yeah, like that, those those scenes just they just touched me because I thought about because my father, my grandfather, well, my great grandfather and my great great grandfather they served in World War One. In World War II, and it's like, you know, you're being black, serving for a country, and then you come in home, you know, you're still just another, you know, like you go out there, put your life on the line, and you come back, and like you, you it's like, it's like a love-hate relationship in a way, being black in America, because you kind of, you, you're, you're kind of expected to be grateful for being, for being here, and you know, given the freedoms that you have, but at the same time, you're not treated as that free American. Mm. So I, I really, I really appreciated that they kind of touched on that. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a little much where they kept jumping from, you know, the black, the black issue or black topics, and then like going into like the buddy buddy cop thing and trying to be levity. I, I get why they did it, but uh, but yeah, it was, it was at times it was a little much. But other than that, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I th- I think that it's dangerous, you know, because this is Disney and they have a tone, right. and you have to tell this story about race. You have to say that they convinced Sam to give the shield back, and they give it to a blonde haired white guy. Like you, you have to go there, but you can't go there so hard that you're off brand. So mm-hmm. the Isaiah Bradley stuff, I think, works so well because they were able just to deal with race without dealing with a white antagonist or dealing with it on that level. But as soon as we leave Isaiah Bradley, the show kind of has to almost juggle both sides. And, you know, it took forever for Bucky to even say, I just never thought like what that burden would be on you for, for you to have to have the shield as a black guy. And it's like, Man, that's just the first sentence of several conversations mm-hmm. I wish you two had on this journey. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so I felt like I appreciated it because I didn't even expect to get that that much of it. Um, and yeah, Jack, I think in some areas where it was delivered, it was like, okay, but I think that's because they can't sit here too long in it. You know, we got a good... Uh, to, 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 to Sharon Carter. We got to get to the fight scenes. We got to get to the John Walker story. Um, yeah. I think there, there, there's such a deeper story here. And 
you guys, I would like to hear your opinion on it, this, but I think that the show outside of a couple like bantery things. And I think, um, Captain America, civil war, like I wouldn't have put winter soldier and Falcon in this buddy scenario. Like well, they, they, but they've been teasing it through all the movies. Yeah, yeah, but in those teases, it felt like... They, they were both connected to the guy. That's why yeah. it worked. But the tone of it felt like we're breaking character in a second, mm. in, in this moment. Like in Civil War, like all of a sudden, when a soldier's like, can you move your seat back? It's like, you don't get, you're not the funny guy. You're the punisher of this world. That, yeah. That's what I felt didn't work about the the content. Well, that's like, what, yeah. that's what I'm talking. About. Like I feel like these two guys should have almost had their own shows. And I know they're linked by the shield, but if they wanted a buddy cop kind of comedic thing, I don't see these two delivering. But that, that wasn't contrary to the relationship that was set up for them in the movies, though. But what was, but when they set that up in those movies, it was a break in their character. They I would agree. So that's why I feel like well, what you set up isn't grounded on who they are. And you have in a TV series exploring who they are as people. And well, I mean, this wasn't was a really a Winter Soldier show. Like we didn't actually get into him as much as we got into Falcon. Well, you got into him making peace with his demons. That was his character's arc, right? Yeah, yeah, but Thera- therapy and notebooks. <laughs> the last episode, he literally goes to the guy and says, "Like, you know, I killed your son, and we were there for like two seconds, and we cut." Yes, 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 yes. Like, uh, we did. Yeah, they should have. They should have touched on that a little bit more. Like well, that was can, it. Like what happened? Considering they spent the whole season building towards that scene. Yeah, you know, and they went and they and they they. I mean, they they invested a lot of that in that one specifically to have and you know i'm sure they shot the scene i'm sure there was a scene written and i'm confident they probably shot it and Mm -hmm. just didn't make the cut you know that monologue was too long at the end they couldn't (laughs) couldn't have both i think when they were watching the show back they realized i know it's called the falcon and winter soldier but this is a new captain america origin story this is not the winter soldier story Sam has the arc. He gets the shield at the end. The name changes to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Like, you're still the Winter Soldier. (laughs) Sam's the one that has the hero's journey, the big hero's journey. Yeah. And I felt like, well, if we should just had a Sam series and then had a Winter Soldier series, you didn't, I don't think Winter Soldier got his due justice in the show. No, he did it, and I think I would have been open. You know what? I think this would leave open. I would watch a Winter Soldier series where he's still the Winter Soldier, and he's the bad guy, and he's going out killing people and yeah. doing all this stuff. I would, I would, I would be, I would love a series. I think I could stand up, stand up, stand strong, and it could be in the past. It doesn't affect continuity, do all that stuff. But if you give, you guys are listening, that's the story. I want my credit when you guys do. I mean, you, you can have a modern day one with flashbacks, like, and not just like flashbacks that are cliche, but like literally parts of his mind roll back because he still had his brain is still affected by that type of um, brainwash. You can have that like Jason Bourne moments where he's just somewhere else. Yeah. 
Well, let me ask you guys this one. Did you feel like continuity was uh, a, a issue with, for you guys? Like um, Captain America is so strong in the movies that at one point he literally holds Thanos's hand back and, and Thanos looks at the dude like, are you really holding my hand back? It's a good thing I got another hand, so I'll punch you with it instead. And and this series has how many how many damn super soldiers were there? Yeah, at least soldiers? ten. Yeah, yeah. And you had normal Captain America with Shield dude throwing Shield without powers at these dudes that were super powered, and actually, I mean, like they were holding their own. These guys were holding their own. Only person should have been holding their own against those guys is uh it what was bucky i can justify it only because i don't know which version of super soldier serum they took well they right. told you that they they tell you in the series they go it's as basically as strong as the stuff that cap had except it doesn't blow you up like a monster <laughs> no physical side effects well then i mean the continuity, then I would say, is, I mean, let's go back to the shield being thrown. I feel like it would have been so brilliant if no one can throw the shield. Like, because it takes super strength to throw the shield. So Walker has the shield, but he can't throw it. Until he injects himself with super soldier serum. And that would be the first time Bucky and Sam see. That would be a dope reveal. Like but, then how does, but then how does how does he have wings and a shield at the end of it? But then technology, dude. I saw th- there's a video in real life. That's cool. Where Actually, a guy I saw that a guy creates no, a no, but yeah, that allows him to hurl the shield, and yep. through magnet it can come back. That's yeah. really dope. And he's already got like red wing technology. Yes. Why that shield could be flying around hitting shit all day? <laughs> it would have saved. It would have made. It would have made Steve special because, like, you, Dude, you should have been. You should have been in the writers' room. Do you, do you know how brilliant what you just said actually is? Though they give the shield to the new Captain America, but of course he can't use it because he's not Captain America. Who trains the guy, with the shield? Huh? Who trains with the shield every day? Nobody. Right, nobody. No, but you could have saw him trying, and that's the thing. John, yes. You saw John Walker trying to throw it. I can get as strong as I can get. I can be as good as I can be, but I'll never be as good as Steve. And the world knows it. They know you're an imposter. And then you let your friend die. You couldn't even save your friend because you're too weak. So that when you see that serum on the floor, you have to take it. Dude, I would have loved to have seen the moment where they're like, where they say some version of what you said, Chris. Who uses a shield? <laughs> I mean, what I'm a stupid <laughs> weapon. <laughs> I, I know. I'm going to take the garbage can lid off my garbage and start flipping around my backyard. <laughs> Throw the garbage can lid. You know, Chris, you're a fan of a billionaire that throws around bat-shaped boomerangs. Okay? <laughs> I, mean, I mean. Yeah, but the boomerangs I don't mean. come back. <laughs> and they're just their batarangs, excuse you. They're excuse batarangs. Me. Excuse me. It's my bad. Um, but no, that, that, that's something that would have been cool. Do you know that's just the honoring the superpowers and honor, like making it real world and, and increasing mistakes. Um, I loved John Walker's arc. My my only issue was at the end when he became like 
funny and good. I'm like, no, you yeah. should, should still be anti-hero. But, he, so, uh, but that's where the comics go. That's that is what he turns into. But at the end of the series, he's he's cracking jokes with him. Yeah, I don't know about that. But as far yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that to me, that's that's Marvel. Marvel so often tries to go towards that levity. You know, it's it works so well in Guardians. It works so well but in certain times. Decapitate somebody with a shield. I don't know if you get to tell jokes in three. Episodes. Hey man, <laughs> I can't argue that. I'm going to tell you what I actually disagree with what you're saying. I think because they made the cute girl as the as the antagonist, they had to make John Walker the jerk. But I think if this is real life and you have a war hero who's has as many awards as him, has all these accolades as him, I think he's going to be a good guy. And I don't and I think they gave him I don't know. They had they had to make him unlikable. To make him the 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 villain when our main when the main villain we saw was so likable, so I think you know, if this was real, I think he'd be he would be like, "Yo, let me work with you. Let's work together." Even though he did do that, but in a way less obnoxious way. Yeah, I think, you know, and, oh. and there's that thing about the soldier serum, you know, uh, and we definitely saw with uh, the the Hulk movie with Norton Ed Norton. You know, where the guy had the side effects like steroids right. on steroids, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's it could have been working as you could make the justification that it was definitely working his way through Whoa. a system. Plus, he just lost his, his well, best friend. It makes you more of what you are. Yeah, they said that in the series. And I disagree, Chris, because John Walker, I think, was the perfect soldier. Right. But Steve Rogers proved in Captain America First Avenger that it's not the perfect soldier who should get the serum. And I think, you know, it's hard. He jumped on the grenade. He, he, he was small, but he fought. And I think John Walker, if I was looking at the series through race, he's America's choice. You know, Sam's not always, he's America's choice. And I think heavy is the head that wears the crown. I think John Walker is a good guy. But now you have the burden. And then as a soldier, you're not a superhero. You're a soldier. So you're going to do things that if the rest of the world saw what some of our soldiers have to do, we would question their actions. Mm -hmm. He's not a superhero. He's a soldier. So for me, it's not whether he's good or bad. I think it's just how his arc to me came to fruition when he did his job and they kicked him out. Mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, oh, now you can go anti-hero because now everything you believed in, the flag you wear on your back, they're telling you you're not good enough to wear it because you did something off-brand. Not because if that was never taped, the government wouldn't have cared. But Captain America in this world is not a hero or a soldier. He's he's a banner, you know? He's a brand. He's a brand. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let me ask yeah. you guys about that death. So... Yeah, I know. They made it dramatic because he smashed the guy's head in with the shield. But the dude was a super soldier. He's fighting a super soldier. You downplay that so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he he cut somebody's head off with the shield in public. (laughs) Yeah, he was unarmed and on his ground and then surrendered. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, you're in the middle of a battle, in the war. He just killed your boy, his best friend. Like, that's his boy. They go way back. His boy dies. 
these guys have powers. Whether they're armed or unarmed, they should be treated as weapons. So he takes one of them out. I don't see it that big of a deal. To be honest with you. Here, ex- excessive force. It's not. It's, it right. wasn't a big deal. It was how it how it went down. Excessive not that force. Went down, how it went down. And Steve wouldn't have done that. And I think that's All the right. point. Yeah, I feel like that's what the super serum kind of like amplifies. You said it amplifies the person that you are. So he kind of lost that control if he had it beforehand. He lost that control and just offed him. Which it's not Captain America. Right. And the guy was on the ground like I give up. This is a bad look. <laughs> it's a bad look. I would say it's excessively heart liberals. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> but I think I but I, I, I think that's to me what the show does well. I I really enjoyed it. I think I, I liked it more than than you guys. I mean me, me, Rich and I, we liked it about the same, I think. But what I really enjoyed was what it did well, it did really well. And I think that's that's a great argument. John, you're saying John Walker. Like he's a soldier. Like, why are you? And I'm like, that. That's the debate. That's the conversation. Is well, what is Captain America? And then Sam, you know, why doesn't he want the shield? And we don't even know what his Captain America is. Um. So I think that's why I enjoyed this. I think what it did well, it did really well. Now Sam needs to learn how to fight because he was getting yeah. his butt. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was getting stomped on. I was like, I wait a minute, what is happening? <laughs> We could, we could go into a whole full hour about Sam's costume, his abilities, and how that puts him on the same level to fight super soldiers. I don't know. Did you like but his costume? I like the Wakanda costume. I got, that whole arc where Wakanda Kane gave him that. Okay, let's talk dope. about that real quick. That yeah. was dope. Uh, the Wakanda. Now, my only issue with Wakanda is, obviously, we lost Chadwick Boseman. Fantastic actor, fantastic human being. That being said, story-wise, I don't see why T'Challa wouldn't come back. Because that dude killed his father. Mm -hmm. And he gave him a piece and made sure he was locked up. So I was like, I get why, obviously. But Mm story-wise, I didn't get why T'Challa It would have been this, I mean, they had to, they, they couldn't. It no. wasn't even whether they wanted it. It just would have been so distasteful. They could have put anyone in the suit, you know? Do you think it would have been it. distasteful if they, some dialogue explained this disappearance? Or is one of those things where just don't even touch it? We all get it. It's, don't touch it's, it. too, it's too early. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this it just happened. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you do it justice in this format. I think it needs its own, its own story by itself. Yeah. He, he can't just be a cameo in a... And a TV up. series. So then, yeah, let me exactly. Ask you something. Then, then, do you leave Zemo alone? Because he's he's so intricate to the origin of T'Challa taking on the mantle. Do you like? There's no way we can touch Zemo without getting T'Challa involved. So maybe we just don't touch Zemo. Hmm. He ended up being a pretty fun thing in the show, though. So, so you're saying? It's worth it. It's worth it. Was a, it was a sticky situation. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like they did the the best they could with that being the circumstances. Yeah. yeah. Um I loved now the team game. So the you know, the main soldier, the main woman that came from Wakanda, she 
is also an Amazon in the DC universe. Uh Yes. She is kicking butt in both universes. (laughs) So dope. Um, any last thoughts about Falcon? I know we can talk about this forever, but any last thoughts about Falcon Winter Soldier? I would recommend if if anyone hasn't seen it, I'd recommend watching it. It is pretty good content, and uh, Disney's—I mean—they're safeguarding the content. It, they're sparing no expense. The acting's good, chemistry's good, story's pretty good. It's mm-hmm. definitely worth a watch. And I need Isaiah Bradley spinoff. Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, like yeah. that payoff at the end when they're in the museum and he sees that he's honored and the fact that he was thrown in prison for the same exact thing Steve Rogers did, which is go into enemy territory and save his brothers. Like mm-hmm. I would love to see a prequel series of after Steve is in the ice, the one experiment that worked. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah Captain, I mean, if they're not going to do it, I'm like, oh, come on, guys. It was so good to see that. I have another question, though, actually. And this has been bothering me for a while. You got like five minutes. Okay. Captain America <laughs> Captain America goes on the ice. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's basically cryo-sealed for decades. Mm-hmm. They thaw his ass out, and boom. When they go time-traveling in... Uh, uh, Endgame. Endgame. And then he comes back, you know, 50, 60 years later. He's an old man. Now, by those standards, Bucky, who wasn't cryo-frozen and spent most of his time running amok, shouldn't he just already be an old man? Weren't they putting him in, like, in and out? Of like cryo stasis, and they did. They they only brought him out when they needed him. Oh, they were just wiping his brain every time they wanted to reboot him. I don't know. I have to go back and watch that. I felt like that's what they did. I I felt like they kept putting him in cryo when they didn't need him. Massive continuity problem. Massive plot holes. If they yeah, if they if they didn't if they didn't put him in cryo and just brought him out when they needed him, then yeah, I can see why why she not an old man too. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um. This was dope. Uh, we can talk about this forever. There's so many things to touch on. Um, fans of the MCU who are listening to this, let us know. Is Jack wrong? Or did Kevin Feige drop the ball? <laughs> <laughs>